Hello, this is John Hodgman speaking to you from Los Angeles, a place where I do not live. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard, and you will keep listening until I tell you to stop. Never stop. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Special thanks to Alex Moshina of Slackery.com. Slackery.com. It's not the right word. Slackery. It sounded like you said celebrity.com. Slackery.com. Slackery.com. S-L-A-C-K-T-O-R-Y.com. What what this what? episode <laughs> that we're gonna talk about is the is the third. It aired third. And is canonically third. Yeah, according to us. Well, and even... Uh, the DVD I mean, listed as fourth. DVD's wrong. That's what I'm going to say. Just straight up. Yeah. And it's called... Com- Competitive Ecology. Third ep of the third season, according to us. Of what? Of, of us? And yeah. for us. Yeah. Well, and IMDb it, has it listed as third because they're listed by air date. Yes. And I... I do believe i believe air date is the canonical order of events. at least for this a lot of people i mean like you, you can't take talking about the prisoner or, or or firefly firefly isn't that the one that isn't that the name of the one yeah serenity is the movie right yes yeah firefly fox aired the episodes all crazy out of order because they said we don't give a i shit. believe freaks and geeks also had that issue when mm. they aired mm. <laughs> the prospectors walked in the room <laughs> I was imagining more of a, like an old, uh, like, you know, a caveman cartoon. Oh, sure. Mm. 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 Uh, mm. Good mm. Lord, what are we even talking about mm. right now? <laughs> Let's just make noises for a half hour. No, thanks. And so, call that the episode. So, Thank uh, God no one tweeted me a letter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can just speak normally <laughs> today. Sure. Um, uh, although if you do want... Uh, us to speak as cavemen for a future episode. No, I'm not. Tweet at us. Andrew can do that. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so yes, on the DVD it is listed uh, as fourth, but we're doing it as third because of air date and because that's what we believe in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was aired originally October sixth of twenty eleven. Sixth and Remedial Chaos Theory was aired October thirteenth, twenty eleven. Twenty. So that's what we're one, going one. by. Don't be confused. Just be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- before we start talking about the episode, which, by the way, was written by Maggie Bander. Maggie Bander. She appears on the commentary. Sounds kind of like a sci-fi name to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be talking about the commentary as we go along. I've got one note about the commentary, but it's a biggie. Well, let's let's talk about our other stuff before. Well, okay, we do the to... overview, and then I'll do my commentary note. No, no, no I was going to say well, let's talk about the Patreon. Oh, thing. Patreon busted dream. No, I mean like someone donated. Oh, he did. Yeah. Good on you, Stephen Day. You're a hero to most, but you never meant shit to Flavor Flav. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> listen, are you listen? I, to be fair, maybe maybe Stephen Day does mean something to Flavor Flav. Yeah. Is this our personalized audio thank you, or is that a separate thing? <laughs> it's that we have a separate to do? thing. Oh boy. Uh, but he's a hero to us because he gave to our Patreon, and you you guys should too if you're listening. Yes, and uh, a follow up to uh, yeah, last episode. Oh yeah, 
uh, I had a, a confusing moment where my brain wouldn't allow me to access a memory that I had. Uh, for good I reason. I, I would why. say your brain was trying to protect you, and I'm playing a thing with volume by accident, so I'm talking loud to cover it. That's like when, when someone's phone goes off in a class and you have to cough or sneeze or something <laughs> yeah. to act like you're covering but if you're it. But pod- if you're doing a podcast during it, you can just start speaking loud, more loudly. Sure, or there's a thing called editing. I, I don't believe in that. What's that? Editing? <laughs> uh, so I was trying to recall a sitcom where there was some kind of competition and there was a character that was uh, didn't didn't like someone on their team uh, because they thought they were worthless. And at the end, they pulled it out. They were the one who solved whatever problem they had. Yeah. Uh, and you know, for good reason because I've I've since talked shit on this show. But there was a time <laughs> in my life where I watched it a lot. And this is the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And I knew you during that time. I'm sorry. The very tail end of that time, it and a, I was baffled <laughs> by it. It was not a great time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever really found it funny. Mm-hmm. That's but, not what you said at the time. Uh, you say a lot of things <laughs> when you're on weird stuff. So listen, <laughs> what I'm gonna say now is is yeah, I'm not. I'm. Uh, that's why I couldn't remember it because my brain had uh, had gotten rid of all Big Bang Theory memories. Yeah, little, except there was a trace here. Well, Bobby Moynihan and who was the other one? Took your little, little oh, yeah. ball and threw uh, it through oh, it down the. It. You, now crevasse. that you said it, I can't remember what her name was. Paula Pans. Paula yeah, Panstone. Yeah. 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 Reference, of course, to Inside Out in theaters now. Go see it. Shut and up, Leonard. Brought to you by <laughs> Disney Pixar's Inside Out. And listen to the Nerds IV episode where it's reviewed. Yeah. Whatever number that is. Number two. Ooh. Thirty. Nope. Flar. Oh, maybe. Flar. It might have been two thirty. Flar. Two twenty nine, maybe. Because you were two two seven. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. And I guess I inserted more space in between then. It was probably two two nine. Anyway. Okay. The point is, thank you, Tanny. You'd emailed us with this information. Yeah. So I didn't have to. You knew <laughs> Andrew's secret shame. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna apologize. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's it. Overview. Overview. <laughs> so there's two two kind of storylines going on here. Uh, one involves Chang. Uh, he is uh, an officer of the security law. Yes. Is that what they call it? Sure. And uh, he he no. wants to become a, he wants to make detective. Yeah, and he's also living in the supply closet so behind Hot and Brown. Yeah, he wants to make detective so he can uh, make a good living for his wife, which a is a mannequin leg. Yeah, named Veronica. Oh, good lord! Yeah, you, you got that where I didn't. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that that comes to a crescendo. Uh-huh. His whole thing, uh, and the the other big storyline is uh, in the biology class. Uh-huh. Um, is that what it's called? Yep. Oh, okay. That's right. Britta got the chemistry book. <laughs> yes. I was trying to remember what book did Britta get. So in biology class, uh, everyone is assigned partner. know, partners a for the rest partner. of the semester. Mm-hmm. And their first thing is they have to make a terrarium. Mm-hmm. And the study group realizes the way that they've sat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not partners. partners with each other. <laughs> which is kind of a funny moment. Yeah. Uh, Who but, are these people? <laughs> I like that a lot. It's good times. Uh, and then they they basically struggle to figure out who they should partner with for the rest of the episode. And because they're, once they, their partners were set now are there for the rest of the semester. Yeah. Which is why the stakes are high. The stakes are high. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Uh, well, my note from the commentary, commentary note. which is a big note, Oof. Uh, is that this episode was apparently originally, uh, Chang's story in this episode was originally that he was investigating a monkey murder. Yeah. Which is presumably Annie's boobs. Maybe. To me, this is a sign that they were intending to kill off Annie's boobs in this episode, and thank God they didn't. Uh, and yeah, that's true. Because I love Annie's boobs. 
I'm very intrigued. It's still, if, the name is still fun. I, I, well, it, whether or not it was Annie's boobs that they were going to murder. Do you think of Annie's boobs a lot? <laughs> it's all the time. <laughs> uh, Annie, Would you be sad to never see Annie's boobs again? Look, I was so desperate to see Annie's boobs, I was willing to watch another show <laughs> that featured Annie's boobs. Good. <laughs> um, or or in my in my dream world, it's Chang teams up with Annie's boobs to solve the murder of another monkey. Oh uh, yeah, well that would be ideal. <laughs> I don't think that would have been the case. <laughs> I think that, but but with the the monkey gas, I think this would be a follow up on that. Yeah. And somehow we're just continuing monkey stories, <laughs> <laughs> which is brilliant. It would have been great. Um, did you have other notes from the commentary? I have a lot of commentary notes. Really. Um, but another one that I think just doesn't I just really blew go. My one. Huh? I just blew my one. Wow. So I have um, one that I don't think goes anywhere in particular. And since we've already talked about the out-of-order nature of this episode, uh, the, the writer, Maggie Bander, talks about uh, how this episode is out of order and how there are fan theories online that say that because of this, uh, that this episode, Competitive Ecology, is part of some dark timeline that doesn't really exist because everyone in the group is so mean. Yes. And, you know, bad uh, at, at later points in the episode. I had heard really this theory mean. at the time, I recall. Yeah, I think it's dumb. But she, of course, I, uh, jokingly, but she says, yeah, this episode is definitely from yeah, the dark timeline. Yeah, she confirms timeline. that theory. <laughs> yeah. Because she's the writer. She can say And she things. can do whatever the hell she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have so many notes from the commentary. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know how we're, how it's going to play out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, first scene. Oh, did you watch? I always forget to ask you. Did you watch? I the, did watch the deleted scenes. Okay, we'll talk about them at the end, or whenever you want to feel like it. Okay, they're both Pierce related. They are both Pierce related. I, I mean, they're both just little bits of kind of filler. I think. Is yeah. there much to talk about there? Nope. Okay. We'll, <laughs> Good. Uh, we'll touch them at the end. We'll t- okay. Yeah. What what's your first note? My okay. What did I write down? Because I already said what my first note is in the overview. Well, it's Chang getting ready to make detective. This yeah. is the first scene, and he's living behind in the supply closet behind Hot and Brown. Yeah, which of course is the coffee shop for those. Yeah, the know, coffee shop at the time in the coffee now in the cafeteria. <laughs> like what I European sometimes ask you we so, go to the cafeteria we drink coffee from the Cotton Brown season six. My European character. We're gonna jump debuting forward this fall oh, on MenuNetwork TV. <laughs> It's very hot in here. I don't know what you're going off on. I'm trying to ask a serious it's question. It's so goddamn hot. I feel like the inside of me is coming outside. <laughs> Where are your emotions? You know. <laughs> you, <laughs> this is a serious question. <laughs> you know when you see like an old stick of dynamite with like the nitroglycerin is coming out and it's kind of like that weird white foamy stuff on the outside yeah i feel like that's me right now <laughs> and doc arts is lecturing people about how to be calm when holding me and then he blows up and that's a reference to lost season you, two you think of arnst available, available now on dvd at dvd.com this episode of shut up leonard brought to you by dvd.com <laughs> where dvds go to be bought so, <laughs> go. Do, you, do you think about arnst a lot dr doc arnst from lost? is he a doctor yeah I thought he was just a professor. No, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. I think Arnst. about him all the time. Dr. Leslie Arnst. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think we're all a, thinking about Dr. Arnst all the time. There's a place in heaven where Arnst and Gail are hanging out and they're like, sure. what, couldn't have life been better <laughs> with us? <laughs> and then there's just a writer sitting down here going, nope. <laughs> just, Season six. It's too goddamn hot for this, for this kind of stuff. In season six, yeah. the, it's it's Shirley's sandwich shop 
there. Yeah. In that location of the hot and brown. It is the same location. Yes. Um, and now, so uh, uh, that supply closet area, mm-hmm. uh, hypothetically, because of this fire that happens in this episode. Spoilers. Uh, there, <laughs> spoilers for the own episode that we're already <laughs> talking about. Yep. You didn't say spoilers watching, when I said season six. If you have, if if you've done the thing where, I don't know how long this episode of Shut Up Leonard is going to be, but let's say, let's say fifty six minutes. Let's say it's fifty six minutes. Yeah. So you've got a fifty six uh, minute episode of Shut Up Leonard and a twenty three minute, let's say, episode of Community. Yeah. If you've done a thing where you've slowed down the episode of Community <laughs> so that it will last exactly fifty six minutes, and then are using this as commentary. And this is this is you watching the episode for the first time. But they should also you if it's their first time they should spoiled. If this is their first time and they're doing that, they should also be listening with the commentary track on. Yeah. So they're getting I mean, both our words, yeah. the cast words, yep. and the actual episode. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's the, the ideal only, way to watch it for the first time. I assumed everyone was watching community that way. Yeah. That's I thought that's the only way to watch it. Hmm. What are you saying about the supply closet? So so Ch- where Chang is living in this episode. Yeah. Which eventually gets uh, burned out, and so has to be remodeled. Yeah. Uh, do you believe that's how the secret underground bar remodeling begins? That that I mean, maybe that was a blank room of some sort. Because they remember they get the you know the thing. What I'm talking about? What do you say? In the first episode of, of season six, there's yeah. a secret underground bar behind yes. the Shirley sandwich shop. Yeah. And but Chang is living in some kind of supply closet behind. The, Hot and brown. I think. Um, I believe this is all. Hashtag is all connected. It's all connected. I think there. I think behind Shirley's sandwiches is a, a room of requirement. I think this oh, is the reveal <laughs> that uh, Green Tail is a magic place in the movie. What in <laughs> Harry Potter and the Community, which yeah. is what the movie is going to be called. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find that out in the movie. Okay. So you can't just say in the movie when the movie doesn't exist yet. In the movie, you got to say that's the thing we'll find out in the movie. You got to we'll use the, the whole sentences. Use the whole sentences. <laughs> Listen, as a Native American, I believe it's our duty to use the whole, uh, the whole part of the sentence every time we talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna watch and make sure you never say sup. Then. <laughs> go, go. I dropped a was on the floor right there. <laughs> Anyway, we're not we're not we're not through the first scene yet. I am. I'm done. Okay, what do you the, want? We're in the hallway. My second note is Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. That's exactly what my second note is. <laughs> we're gonna reach a note singularity where our notes are the same, but it's not it's not today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You lost your place. I just lost my mind. <laughs> uh, 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 so they're walking through the hall. Shirley shows them pictures of her babies, and everyone goes off. Oh, so here's a commentary oh, for note. God's sake! <laughs> no, it's a commentary note. The baby, the actual baby in what? these pictures, is played by Mike Rogers' son. What? Mike Rogers is the stand-in for Troy. We see the pictures. Yes. I must have blanked that out. Not, of my not mind. in this moment, perhaps, but later. I we definitely talking, see the pictures. I think you're talking about. We see the baby. I think you're talking and in the commentary, Event uh, Nicole Brown I'm trying to say a sentence. Says, that this this, this baby, going. baby Ben, he just doesn't let me finish. Is Mike Rogers' son? Goddamn point. Steve Rogers' brother, St- Captain America. <laughs> I knew I could get you back. <laughs> Go on. What? <laughs> you were going nowhere with that? All well, that I, bullshit I it, was for was for nothing. I said it twice now, and you, you had to do a bit where you were talking to your friend over there. <laughs> I had to bring he you back with Cap. He just doesn't fucking Steve Rogers. Me. This is what. <laughs> <laughs> so. Obviously, holy shit! Is Nick is Nick Nolte? I bet is Nick Nolte. 
That's what I was going to ask you. So Shirley shows them the pictures of her babies, yeah. and she, they go, ah. Yeah, the joke then, is the ah reaction. Yeah, and then they say, oh, and here's me and uh, Tro- me and Abed, and I'm, I'm Troy, and we're dressed as Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. And uh, they all say, ah. And then Annie says, uh, who's Nick Nolte? And they all say, ah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Pack it up. <laughs> Great. This has been, we say the jokes that we're in this community. <laughs> Um, well, who do you think is Nick Nolte? In, well, what, hasn't there already been a Halloween episode where Troy has dressed as Eddie Murphy? Or was that in That is dreaming? true. No, that happened. Okay. And do you believe that, that uh, Abed went through a series of costumes, one of which was Nick Nolte? Well, here's Not what, as a character, but just Nick Nolte. Shut up and listen to me. <laughs> in the Nick Nolte. Pulp Fiction episode, oh. Oh. Uh, Abed, oh. Oh. and when I say Abed, I mean Troy... Troy is dressed as Tim Roth, which is, means he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Now, maybe, oh, that's true. Okay, m- maybe <laughs> this is just my memory playing games with me. Sure, but I remember Nick Nolte's mugshot. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. That could be one hundred percent false. I feel like you're right, but in my memory, I he's remember wearing, the hair more than the shirt. Exactly, and that's the problem. My mind, it's like I'm, it's like I can see the hair. Clearly, it's, and then I'm just such, I'm trying it's a, to. It's a perfect it's shape. Like, too. It's like trying to look at something in your peripheral vision. Like I'm trying, I'm looking at the hair and trying to remember the shirt. Yeah. But in my memory, it is a Hawaiian shirt, and not only a Hawaiian shirt, a Hawaiian shirt of similar tones to the one Troy uh, wears in the Pulp Fiction I think, episode. I think what we just discovered is Nick Nolte is a silence. <laughs> a Shut <what>? up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? So what I'm my theory that I'm going to suggest is that perhaps. Troy was able to repurpose his uh, his Tim Roth in Pulp Fiction. Hawaiian He's not shirt. Honey Bunny. He's Sweetums. What was their names? I don't know. They had real names when they had the names they called each other. Yolanda and was her real name. Yeah, but I think she was also Honey Bunny. But he was something pumpkin? else. Oh, he, maybe she was Pumpkin and he was Honey Bunny. Uh, okay. Are you hearing voices? No. I'm. Listen. Shut up. It's just my headphones. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. It's just my headphones are, are my headphones were fading in and out for a second. Oh, okay. But I, I know the sound. It's the headphones, and if it's not, you know that, and I don't. I, okay. I'm talking to the listener. Now oh. When I say that. Okay. Uh, okay. But I'm okay. looking at the recording device, and everything looks is looking crystal clear over there. Okay. Everything's all fine here. We're all everything's all we're all fine here now. Everything's good, fine. Thank you. How are you? We're sending someone over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're gonna have company. Is this well, this is what happens in the summer, and we're in your <laughs> your hot room every yeah every summer. This happens on is we get If you give to our Patreon, we can get maybe some kind of a studio where we where we won't be on fire. <laughs> it would take a lot of a lot of <laughs> Patreon bucks for that. Well, Radio Brenda Man got their Kickstarter funded real quick. Yeah, they were trying to fund T-shirts and then a seven-inch. They weren't trying to fund a new studio. We just need to rent it. <laughs> it's a rental. Listen, uh, so here, let me tell you something on the on the Dean low. Uh, okay, I've got confirmation on Nick Nolte's mugshot. He is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Okay, I was trying to transition to my next note, which is on the Dean low. Okay, because I like that. Okay, the D- the Dean is allowing Chang to live in the supply closet uh, uh, on the Dean low. Yeah, I'm gonna keep saying. It. Oh, you just you just want to say that over and over again <laughs> on the Dean low. My next note is oh yeah, they're charging for the bubbler now. <laughs> I couldn't, Damn you. I couldn't remember what real people call it. The water fountain. The water water fountain. The water fountain. The water fountain. Would you like a soda? 
the, the water fountain, which is in some places called a bubbler. Well, it's a two-drink minimum. It's a two-drink minimum, and it costs a quarter to drink from it. <laughs> I love... I didn't even write this down, but I just love Jeff says to the Dean, hey, can, can, we, that note. can we talk or whatever he says? Which is, he says, Dean, what are you doing? <laughs> and then uh, Dean says, nothing after lunch. <laughs> and he says, I can skip lunch. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Oh, Turns out this is one of the cutbacks they've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the biology class when they, yeah. he says, Oh, no, 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 you're missing. Shut up. What Home wrecker. Oh, yeah, with Eddie Pepitone. Crazy Schmidt, as he's credited. Yeah. Played by the great Eddie Pepitone. So apparently, Chang stole the, leg. the mannequin leg from Schmidt. Veronica, please use her name. <laughs> Chang stole Veronica. Yeah. Rest in peace from Schmidt. Thank you. And as Schmidt walks by, she goes, Homewrecker. It's <laughs> so great. great. That's his only role in this episode. He just yeah. walks through and says, Homewrecker. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, now we're in biology class. Yeah. Kane has assigned a terrarium project. Yeah. Which he says is basically a diorama, which is, we get moans and groans from the crowd because <laughs> they don't want to make another one of those. Yeah. Kane is shocked and doesn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a little bit that caused maybe Let's one, of, talk about it. one of the most divisive moments in not just our fandom community, but our friendship, I'm going to say. <laughs> Would you agree? You want to bring it back up? <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> Would you agree that that is maybe the most divisive moment in it, the history of our friendship? So much so that I didn't want to talk about it today. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I put it away in my brain. Listen, I think it's been a few years, and I think we're both mature enough <laughs> to look back at it now. Star Wars Legos <laughs> are a kind of Legos. Okay, so uh, to give you a background, uh, there used to be a thing called the Community Fantasy League. It was like fantasy football for community. I ran it at the time. Season three aired, and one of the things that uh, if you you would pick characters who would be on your team, and then when they do certain things, you get points. One of those things was a pop culture reference. So I counted in this scene three pop culture references: one to Lego, one to Star Wars, and one to Harry Potter. Andrew over here <laughs> disputed my claim because he counted one, because somehow, <laughs> and I'll leave it to him to explain. Those are all references to one thing. I don't know how to equivalize it uh-huh. to anything else. I'll tell you where the key factor comes in. <clears throat> sure. First of all, I disagree with your logic completely. Okay. Second of all, even I if understood I did that, even if I did agree with your logic that it is one property, oh. so to speak, mm. he would stop the specifically be referring to property because he does not say Lego Star Wars. Mm. He says Star Wars Legos. Therefore, it is clear to me that he is not referring to the Lego Star Wars franchise. He is in fact referring to Legos. And Star Wars. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I stand by what I said. You stand by what you said. Yeah. I stand by what I said. We yeah. got very angry at the time in 2011. I don't remember getting that angry, but I just remember... <laughs> I didn't have a way to make you understand. And, yeah. And I, I understood what you were saying, but I disagreed. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. So, answers on a postcard. <laughs> Who was right? <laughs> Who was wrong? Um, uh, well, it all it all come out. But this wash. is the scene where he reveals, uh, "Look across the table. That's your partner for the rest of the semester." Mm-hmm. And they look across the tables because they've sat not they've across sat from each other. They sat back to back, which for, to me, first of all, absolutely insane. I would never do that. Maybe it was a situation where those were the only seats left. I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably not. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> doesn't 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 uh, nah. Why? Nah. <laughs> Wasn't there a previous episode where they were all sitting at the same table? Yeah. Yeah, so 
I think they just they're screwed. So around. they came in this day, and there were no seats left, and they had you to do. Don't, they had that to. That doesn't happen in Occam's, college. And if it does, that doesn't happen in college. Of course, it, that happens in college. It does, but then you get mad at that person because they're dumb. When people do Wait, that, who do you get mad at? The person who stole your seat. Oh well, yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that they stole your seat. But then this, you get mad at them all you want. It's not going to change things. You have to believe that seven people stole their seats. And they got seven seats that not were still people, close not enough. Not seven people, not seven people, three people. Because they, would only, had, they only would have had to steal seats or on four. one side. Or three. They, only, a minimum of three people could have, could have ruined it for them. Mm. All right, I want names. Vicky. <laughs> I'm pinning this on Vicky. Fuck Vicky. Um, after after the, the betrayal of being on Team, what, team Red. Yeah. Red uh, Earth. The Asian Annie's model UN. Yeah. Annie Cam, excuse me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> She's an annoying little busybody. She's a human anyway. being. She's an annoying little busybody. <laughs> Annie, Annie Kim, yeah. you didn't see her. She was cropped out, but she was there. <laughs> okay. And she did it on purpose. Yeah. And um, the third seat, uh, actually no one stole it. Uh, crazy, crazy Schmidt, while cleaning the chemistry lab, uh, spilled an acid compound onto his shirt. And then rubbed his shirt on the chair, and the chair dissolved, and so the chair was missing. I thought and that okay. was the third missing. Talk, seat. Speaking of Occam's razor, you could have said he just stole the chair to replace <laughs> his his leg fetish. Excuse you, because the chair has four legs. You. D- <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic misunderstanding of the mannequin fetish community. You assume <laughs> we. I mean they. You assume they just because they like one inanimate thing, they like every inanimate thing, and it's not the case. Uh, this is like if he was gay, you said he probably stole a dog to fuck. <laughs> That's what you just did, Andrew. That's Only if I was Donald did. Trump. Ooh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a, a play in the Old West where we boo and hiss. Where we all get rowdy when we're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they even did that in Shakespeare's time. Yeah. Hissing, there's a proud history of hissing at villains. Yeah. Let's talk about... The, the the thing. So they go to the office. They go to Kane's office. They, say, hey, they go to Charles Foster's Kane's office. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not interested in oil well shipping or real estate. <laughs> but what I like to have been? Everything you hate. Is it, This has been a one-scene one performance of Citizen Kane by Maddie B. <laughs> uh, they say, you know, maybe, you know, you're new here, so you don't understand. We're a study group. We're kind of a thing. You know, the space bus. <laughs> yeah. Paintball. Some uh, it, Pierce says I had sex with Earth the kid, kid in an airplane, in an airplane bathroom. bathroom and only told these guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're a family. Second paintball. Yeah, and let's talk about the Earth the kid line. Oh, this is. I mean, this is important for the next thing. Okay, say the, the next. next thing, the next scene. There, the next episode. I mean. Yeah. Because there was a because these episodes were. This was a reference to the episode that aired after it. Well, because they were supposed to air in yeah. the other order. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it though as a thing that comes before because then when it gets to it in the next episode it already feels like something he keeps repeating over yes. and over again oh yes so I think this reverse order actually kind of works to its favor yes uh, and it pays off in the next episode and there's a later thing that does the same uh, I'll just say marijuana later anyway uh, so I really enjoy that so he says yeah sure whatever mm-hmm. do whatever you want so there's a, with each other there's and a then, series of breakups yes. that occur <laughs> And the excuses are? I don't have them all written down. I have. I need to. Troy says I need to catch up on Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, uh, Abed says he has a. What does he call it? Mental? A social disease? Disorder? We'll send him to a social worker. Dear Kindly Sergeant Crufty. We're not going to do that. 
Okay. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> well, what I liked was whatever, whatever Abed said, Jeff said the same thing and then followed up by saying, Star Wars, Star- cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. He says you uh, get it. Yeah. Uh, I know Shirley just apologizes. She just says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, and then Pierce just flat out give, lists all the reasons to he Todd. doesn't like Todd. Yeah. Yes. He says, look, we're not going ha- to like each other. I'm not going to like you. I don't trust you. I don't like your face. <laughs> I don't like your face. Um, Todd played by David Nair. David Nair. Who Nair. did some bits on Funnier Die Presents, the TV show. And, and he was very funny on New it. Girl. Uh, <laughs> according to, I think... Gillian Jacobs watches New Girl because every time someone so, in their show appears on New Girl, she mentions it in the commentary. True. Uh, he comes back a couple of times. He does. I and as we go through this episode, we learn more and more about him, and yeah. I've got a list of all the things we learn. We got. Todd. Uh, we'll get there. named Todd. His name's Todd. Likes turtles. <laughs> Likes turtles. Married. Kid. Iraq new, War. New veteran. baby. Iraq War veteran. Diabetic. Diabetic. Yep. He made a promise to his dying father yep. that he would My graduate dying from college. Father. <laughs> Such a great read. Uh, so these the initial groups. I've every time they switch groups, I have it written down. <clears throat> initial groups: Troy and Abed. Yep. Jeff and Annie. Yep. Uh, Shirley and Britta. Yep. Pierce and Todd. Yep. So they they have to stick with the Todd. Uh, Pierce has to come <laughs> running back to Todd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we see. Uh, oh, so the next scene is uh, Chang. Chang is in uh, Officer Nunez's office. He he says, "I want to make detective." Yeah. And Officer Nunez says, "There's not just thing as security detective." Now. What I'm going to say to you, how is there no detectives, but Nunez is a sergeant. On his badge, it says Sergeant Nunez. I don't understand why why you, why you need one to have the other. Well, I mean, the fact that there is a sergeant implies that there's a ranking system. Yeah, but detective is not just a rank. It's also a job. It's a specific duty that does not need to be filled at Greendale. Well, I think I could convince the dean otherwise. <laughs> well, okay. If you, know, you can convince the dean anything, you'd say it with your shirt off. <laughs> uh, if you attach it to a Dalmatian. I thought you were going to say Sergeant is his first name. <laughs> do, do we learn his first name ever? I feel like it's in a credit. Sergeant Gary Nunez. I feel like it's Bill. So I was Bill was the next word I was going to say. Good. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was a little weird. It's a lot of fun. Then we go to Jeff and Annie working on their project. Annie is searching for beetles in the salad bowl. Very gross. Her yeah, hair is all up in that salad. So gross. Yep. Oh, I don't know why I wrote this out of order. I'm weird. So, uh, but uh, Jeff says that he lost three followers. He's yeah. looking at his phone. Yeah. So you think he's talking about Twitter or? Yeah. Talking about Twitter. Yeah. Talking about There's another Twitter. episode of Talking About Twitter. <laughs> and then he's, he says something like they, they couldn't they handle. They couldn't my opinions about someone's winter collection. Truth about Ben Sherman's winter collection. Yeah. Now, we're, we're simple boys. <laughs> yeah. We don't wear Ben Sherman, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but ha- hazard a guess. Suits? I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb. Boy. I'm going to say skin care. Ooh. Well, I mean, there's a running gag that Abed, mm-hmm. uh, something about Abed and Chapstick because um, Danny Pudi loves Chapstick. Yes. Uh, you, th- you think Jeff uh, is supposed to? I mean, oh. I kind of remember. I've I've just googled the name Ben Sherman. Yeah, and it looks like uh, just menswear in general. Oh, okay. British menswear. Hmm. Well, international with British roots. Hmm. Selling shirts, hmm. sweaters, suits, outerwear, shoes, and accessories, predominantly for men. Oh wow! Did you see that? They do the Royal Air Force rondel, which is a. Um, it's a mod thing. It's a big mod thing. Wow. Remember the mods? Yeah. 
There so Jeff's a mod. Jeff's a mod. <laughs> I feel like he would be a mod if he was around in the 60s. I like it. Okay. Uh, he's got he's got a head that lends itself to mod hair. Yes. Is what I'm going to say. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's the first thing I saw, his yeah. head. Of course. Okay, that's good. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to talk about hair. <laughs> what about it? So, listen. Annie's hair, when it's on her head, is lovely. It's pretty. It's nice hair. Okay. You know, if you give her a hug, you know, you're you're in that hair. It's not bothering you. You, you separate one of it and put it in a salad. It's disgusting. Let's deal with that. <laughs> oh yeah, when she was searching that salad for beetles, hair all up in that salad. Yeah, but I'm just saying. And I, listen, I'm you know, I when I, I think it's gross when there's a hair in my food. But yeah. why is it so gross on a food and not on a head? I mean, it's it's. I think it just it's where it belongs. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. If we What's had, the if deal we had, with hair? If we had food for like hair. Like it on a head, but don't like it in a salad. Anyway. <laughs> We're like gay kings. That's the controversy recently. I'm topical. I'm keeping it topical. That's a, that's a controversy? What? Well, it's, he's, uh, Seinfeld had a line about gay French kings, and then he went on a rant about being PC. Oh. Sounds about right. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on to hair Partnerships are hard is the next note I wrote down. We'll try an Abed. Yeah. So you knew why I wrote it. <laughs> this is interesting. So they're literally getting mushrooms, fungus, mushrooms from off a of pipe. a bathroom pipe. Is it a bathroom pipe or Ooh. is it just a miscellaneous pipe? No, they are in a bathroom. Abed is standing on a toilet. Is that true? Is that a true? Yes, it do. I, okay, excuse you. I said, is that true? <laughs> I did not say, is that a true? And you're mocking me and I don't care for it. Yeah, they're clearly in a stall. Um, you can see behind I Abed. I thought they were in a, what's it? What's, oh, keep talking. I'm going to try to remember a, a word. I'm they're in a try stall. to remember a word. A Jeffrey's tube. I thought they were in a Jeffrey's tube. I think you're making up words right I'm here. not making up words. People on the internet know it's a Star Trek thing. Okay, so uh, I, I believe you can see Abed has taken off his outer, he wears, you know, sometimes it's an slowly, outer listen, jacket flannel, and he's hung ex- it up on the hook in the stall. Maybe I just focused so much right up in our seat our, on the screen. Yeah. I'm only seeing them. I'm not seeing any other details. Oh, man. I was super grossed out because I was like, yeah, this is, it's extra gross because they're in a bathroom. I'll tell you why I made the Jeffrey's Tube reference. Sure. And maybe why I thought they were in a Jeffrey's Tube. Sure. This is the Jeffrey's Tube shot. Like, every, anyone who watches oh. Star Trek knows the Jeffrey's Tube shot. I mean, I feel and like I know is, the shot. Yeah. This is that shot. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I think just in my mind, I was like, oh, they're looking, they're scraping dilithium crystals off the pipe. So they talk about they watched the movie Kick that, Puncher was the based Hong on. Hong Kong movie that yeah. Kick Puncher is based on. Mm-hmm. That intrigues me to no end. Yeah. Do you believe then that somehow the title Kick Puncher is, is a mistranslation? Is a mistranslation. No. What do you think it was originally called or how was it translated? I think it's just I think I think uh I think Kick Puncher is the correct translation. Mm-hmm. It's just something that is a phrase over there that's not a phrase over here mm-hmm. in the logic of community. Okay. But I am very intrigued. Yeah. So how many kick punchers have we got? Kick puncher, Hong Kong. We got kick puncher, Hong Kong. Kick which puncher is original. one and two. And then kick, kick puncher, puncher, Miami. In, uh, Detroit. I feel like there's also a Miami. That's the poster on a, on a wall is kick puncher, Miami. Yeah. And then they talk about watching kick puncher, Detroit. Yeah. So what, what are we at? Six and then reboot. Now? Kick puncher, reboot. Yeah. Which is a reboot of a series based on a foreign series. That happens. That's three layers deep. Mm hmm. This episode of Shut Up Leonard brought to you by Dip. It's got layers. Yep. Onions. Sometimes beans. Dip. By America. <laughs> Arizona Matchbook. It's a Palomino. <laughs> what about what? Huh? 
What? Who's that guy? No, Why is he looking no. at me? <laughs> Stop it. Did I... Hold on. What? Oh, I see what happened. So oh. I wrote down all the Chang analogies in the same place. Oh, okay. The one time he says this is like something. Oh, okay. So there's three of them. Yeah. I'm just going to rattle them off now because they're do. all great. So he said the answer was ringing in my head like a bell inside a head. <laughs> sure. Great in its simplicity. Uh, I had to let go of it like a lobster call, letting go of a small balloon for lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be my favorite. And then later in the episode, I needed answers like a fish needs a bicycle. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Good. Um, so that's why I don't have an official note about Chang here, because they're all over in my section, which I have labeled hard-boiled Chang. So, nice. So nice. apparently there's also, in the outtakes, according to the commentary, there's there's an outtake where Chang, like, yells at his mirror self. Yeah. He, he thinks it's another uh, person. Before, no, this ain't the mirror scene. Huh? This is the scene where he stares at the lady. Did you just bring me in my office to stare at me? I feel like that was earlier. Oh. I feel like that was during the Sergeant Nunez. He, Nunez leaves. Oh, you're right. Chang's in the office. You're right. The lady, whose name is, uh, in real Olivia life... Cornsby. Nope. Leslie, I got. Leslie, Leslie Connolly. Connolly. She is in the credits, though, but they mention it in the commentary. I do. Go. Uh, that's a film. So Starring... No idea. Uh, Should direct- I watch it? Who directed it? I that? heard it's good, but I have not seen it. I feel it. like a good director did it, you know? Uh, wasn't it the guy who did 24-Hour Party People? Am I making that up? I, I know that's a film. And it's all gone, Pete Tong? That's a, it's, it's all gone, Pete Tong. I think yeah, it's all well. the same people. What I about So Long... Wait, what's the one? Uh, tu Wong Fu? Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar? Yeah. I don't Is that know, the same I person? I don't think that's the same I person. feel like one director should do all those films with, with titles like that. Okay. It should just be one guy. Keep talking. Right. I'm going to look this up. 1999. Shut up. 1999. Where are we? Oh, it's Doug Lyman who did Swingers. Oh, sure. And? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yep. Jumper. Born Identity. The Born Identity. Edge, of, Edge tomorrow. of Tomorrow. That's why I like him. Looks like he did not do 24-hour party people or it's all gone Pete Tong. Wow. Can I get confirmation that those are at least the same guy? No. Uh, can I talk about the so the new groupings that occur? So there's, there's a moment where Britta... Uh, walks out into what in the commentary they call it the garden of gethsemane uh britta walks out into that little garden area uh, outside of the lounge playroom whatever you want to call it where they yes. have the the food machines and the pool tables there's too many words on my screen <laughs> yeah, i can't even i can't even understand what you're looking at right now i don't think i'm right uh i i don't i do not believe he did uh do his all i think <laughs> these are just three totally unrelated movies that in my With brain crazy names got combined so, they're in the Garden of Good and Evil. Gethsemane. Gethsemane. So, is that where Jesus had a cup? It's that's where Jesus sleeps before the thing. And he's like, "Hey, lift this cup from my lips, please." That's <laughs> don't, a speech. Don't I, even. No, I'm sure you're right, me. but I don't know if it's there. <laughs> I believe it is. I, you know, the last time I thought about that was while watching The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> that's that's a crazy movie. <laughs> Did that sound like a monk? I, that's a little bit ping pong. So <laughs> against monks, <laughs> against something. <laughs> um, so a new groupings occur because uh, Britta is look is trying to get away from Shirley. Yeah, and Troy, uh, you know, has getting a little space from from Abed. Yeah, and uh, they both at the same time say to each other, "What? what do, if, I was wondering what it'd be like if we were partners." <laughs> yeah, which which of course was a a, a fake out because uh, we want them to be a couple. Yeah. Um. So what ends up happening is that. All the others are also out there and trying to make their own new couples. And yeah. they're they're grouped up now as 
uh, Britta and Troy. Yep. Annie, Annie and Abed. Annie and Abed. And Jeff and Shirley. Jeff and Shirley. And then Leap. Pierce was spying and Todd found a turtle. Yes, in the grass. <laughs> I found a turtle. Yeah. Uh, so then they have to figure out how to deal with this Todd problem. Yeah. Todd says, should I come? And Jeff says, hello, it's called the Todd problem. <laughs> Which also in the commentary, they talk about how Joel McHale did a take where he just shouted yeah. <laughs> at him. Which I like to imagine that. Yeah. So good times. Yeah. So they go into the study room. They're trying to work it out. Todd says he's happy with whoever. Yeah. To which Abed just shakes his head <laughs> frustratedly. And, uh, and this is, I think, the great beginning of of them being really angry at Todd for being super reasonable. <laughs> yeah, well, the, Jeff calls him a non-grouper. Yeah. I love that. Random. This yeah. non-grouper. And then he says no offense to that, which is not really an insult. No. Messed up, but, I mean, the way he says it. But Todd, Todd says none taken, and this starts the chain of none takens. Yeah. And the ending of offense taken. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yes. Uh, so then, uh, Troy, in an effort to keep Britta as th- his partner says we should do it boy girl uh, we should split up partners boy girl yeah. by uh, different hair color and you uh, couldn't have gone to the same high school yeah you're different race yeah <laughs> i guess that made me with britta huh <laughs> <laughs> um who says young to old i can't even remember now uh abed because he thinks the the young should be able to work so while the old have time to sleep <laughs> yes and then britta says that they should sort it by oh, highest sure. to lowest gpa yeah and shirley is upset with the young to old because she says i want to remind you that jeff's the same age as me and uh, Abed says oh, i was counting jeff is old <laughs> <laughs> that that intrigues me do you do you want to talk about what intrigues you uh how do we imagine their ages we, we've talked about Britta is younger than Jeff yes. by a, a few years, perhaps. Um, well, let's 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 go to potato. Let's chips. go to season five. Okay, where we know Jeff is forty. Yeah, we find a Jeff is forty. So let's set season. Let's go by how old they are in season five. Sure. Jeff is forty. Sure. Now so that means he's probably thirty-eight, thirty-seven at this time. Sure. Okay. Well, let's disregard this time. Oh, okay. We're just we're just trying to get the relative ages, so we're going to say in season five. Mm-hmm. Which Aaron, when did it air? 2013? Sure. Okay. No, it, the Shut season up. aired every year, so it was 2014. It was early 2014. But wait, listen, listen, because this is 2011 here. Yeah. So then you're saying season four is 2012, season five is 2013, and season six is 2014. You make Your math makes no sense. Well, I'm sorry. sorry. Let's call it 2014. Okay. Which is what you said. <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> thanks a lot jeff is 40 <laughs> that sounds like a movie Je- well it's a combination of this is 40 and jeff who lives at home jeff is 40 uh i, I annie yeah would be my age because she came to community college the exact same year i did troy is one year older than annie so how old was i in 2014 what am i now 24 I don't even know how old I am. So days. she's twenty. She would be twenty three as of then. Okay. Uh, Troy would be twenty four. Okay. While Jeff is forty. Okay. Abed, I'm gonna say is indeterminate. Yeah. I will posit perhaps mm-hmm. he is Troy's age, but he could go as high as thirty. Is what it's I'm gonna true. put for Abed. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah. Although I would, if I'm gonna if you're gonna make me pick, I'm gonna say he's Troy's age because yeah. it did seem to me like in season one that he was coming fresh to college out of high school. Perhaps. Britta? Yeah. I'm going to say... Now, Britta, at was one 27 point, at the start of the season. A I, series. I believe we did get an age on her. There's explosions going on outside. Firework? That was a cannonball. <laughs> There's... Uh, my... I, two blocks down is the past. <laughs> um, Wait, do we got to look out for these Langoliers? 
<laughs> I've heard about them. You know, you gotta get a good neighborhood to get away from them. I'm gonna say Britta was 27 at the start of the series. Uh, are you basing that on anything? Shut up. My good. feelings. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which when season 5 would put her at 32? Or 31. Yes. Okay. So almost 10 years younger than Jeff. Okay. But still older than the kids. <laughs> the kids. That's what I think of them. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> the kids. So Shirley is perhaps the same age as Jeff. If plus, not, in this plus episode, or minus she a year. says about the same age. Okay. So I'm going to put her at one year older than Jeff. We, we do get, is it this one season? One year older than Jeff. In this season, we get we get their personal flashback. What? Their personal. Oh, it's a big Their big foosball, cheddar. big cheddar. Yeah, that is this season. Which so they were kids at the same time. They were kids at the same time. So possibly she was older because she, she seemed bullying him. Bully, yeah, yeah. Bullies are typically older. I don't think that's necessarily always the case. They're bigger. Bigger does not mean older. You know, do you do you have that thing where you look back and on your memory times and everyone seemed bigger? What? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, what are you talking about? Because like you were small, so like everyone was bigger. Yeah, but I was just the big kid in my class. Uh, See, I, I, I was one of those bigger people you were thinking about. Uh, I look back, they all seem tiny. <laughs> so nowadays, does it does it weird you out that they're not they're not the right size? No, I would remember? say because I I'd say it's still fine because it's always I never hit a growth spurt. I'm mm. a large man for those yeah. who don't know. Sure, tall and wide. <laughs> not that wide. Not, but you know, wider than average. <laughs> you, you shop at big dogs sometimes. <laughs> not. Excuse me. <laughs> Sears would call you husky. Excuse you. I'm six three. Is yeah. the point? And I never hit like it was never like a big growth spurt for me. I was just always a little taller. So it's like I don't know. It's like when I was a kid, I was taller than most of the kids in my class. Mm. And today, I'm taller than most of the people I meet. It's just all been smooth sailing. For I just I, I very distinctly call recall mm-hmm. in high school uh, when I was in the. Uh, you know, a freshman. Yeah. I remember, you know, there was cert- there was the tall people, but we were all smaller than, you know, there was a definite size. Than adults, sure. No, but we were smaller than like even the next grade up all the way up to seniors. But as a I senior, yeah. I remember we're all, you know, we're still growing right. And all those ninth graders are like, you know, bean poles. It's uh, <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> what do you mean by bean poles? I think someone put something in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, when were, what, when did you graduate? 07. So maybe I'm one of these bean pullers you're talking about because I graduated 09. You might have been a bean I would have been a sophomore when you were a senior. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. <laughs> so something in the water. All right. Something in the beef, I think. So Pierce is how old? Holy shit. <laughs> Pierce is the oldest. I don't give a we don't care. care. Pierce is old man. So do you want to go? Do you want to go? Okay. Going downwards. Oh my God. Pierce, what? Shirley, Jeff, Britta, Abed, Troy, Annie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we sorted that fucking shit out. <laughs> How old is Dean? <laughs> do you think Do you think Dean is older than Jeff? I think Dean's about the same age as Jeff. Yeah, well, obviously. But do you think older in like Shirley way or <laughs> or or uh maybe Abed-esque in his timelessness? Mm. Dean's Dean's run a few schools into the ground, he said. I'm going to say Dean is a little older than Jeff. Okay. I like it. Oh, what? Where? So Todd is a newborn. Britta's bandage. That's which is to say Gillian, ja- <laughs> Gillian Jacob's bandage. Because she burned herself. It's a it's a actor burn, not a, a character squib. burn. A squib from a film. Oh, my God. I had the list of films, and I was going to take a guess at Damn. which one it was. Which one she got squibbed in. I'm sorry. I had it 
pulled up on my phone. It's when time I to play. Where did Britta get squibbed? It might still be. Because I had a, I had two films. One was uh, one was something where they were getting revenge for a dead dog. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard of this film? I think it's on Netflix right now. Are you now. thinking of um, the butterfly effect? No, I'm That's thinking of John Wick. Kind of a spoiler for the butterfly. John effect. Wick. No. Uh, um, uh, well, I've got the list up here. It's from Let Go. Uh, no, no, no. Because I was basing it on movie posters. Watching TV with a red Chinese. Revenge for Jolly. That's got Revenge be. for Jolly was yeah. one that I thought it could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the the way that releases work. Oscar so, Isaac was in it. Yeah, there's. It's got a lot of people in it. It's really weird. Let's walk. We got Brian Petzos. Who the fuck is that? And I thought it could have been let go. Kristen Wiig. What? Yeah. What is this movie? Exactly. Uh, I thought it could have been let go, which is a film about. Um, How did Petzos get first billing out of all these people? Because <laughs> they're probably all cameos. The rest of them. That's true. <laughs> so let go. The Revenge for Jolly is let uh, go. The let mafi- go. The mafia is trying to kill someone who killed a dog yeah which is like john wick but i think it's more of a comedy let go is a comedy drama a, a parole David officer Denman. uh who has to deal with ex-convicts hmm. one of which is gillian kevin jacobs. hart gillian jacobs kevin hart and the third one is um ed asner ed asner wow. yeah and simon helberg from your favorite show the big nope. bang theory <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> you like him because he was in a serious man and, and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Yeah, he was moist. moist. No All right. So and, if someone moist. goes and sees Let Go or Revenge for Jolly, Please let us know if Gillian, if Gillian Jacobs, Jacobs gets, gets squibbed in the arm. Yeah. I'd, well, love, I'd love to know. We've got to get Matt Gorley on that case. You know he loves talking about squibs. Oh, man. He, he should talk to Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike, move, Mike. Mike moves on the 4th of July. It's. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was doing there. It's um, not even the fourth. Of July. So it's visible in the scene uh, where she's she's trying to she's trying to do the the shooting out her fingers to make a middle, middle finger, finger. Yeah, but she can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that bandage pretty hard. Pretty prominent bandage. All right, so um, they they come up with a new system to to sort themselves. Uh, Abed is a computer, so Abed is going to come up with some kind of way to fairly sort them. Right, yeah, and we have uh, a, based on some kind yeah. of oh, they make a list. Make a list of their preferred partners. Yeah, from from one to eight. Yeah. Eight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. They don't eight. include themselves. No eight. They don't include themselves. But it, come, it results in a list of eight. I don't think so. What I'm saying is, Abed ranks them, and there are eight places on that list. Oh sure. Thank you. So, uh, so I have the pairings here. Are you ready? I have, I have, these are the ones I did write down. Okay, and I also used these to figure out the actual order. As did I. And okay. I put stars next to the one which we can't officially confirm. Uh, I would say that you can officially confirm all of them. I'll argue against you for I have, being a fool. I'm a master at logic problems. I'll, this one was the simplest. No, no. It's a symbol to get a assumed order, but you cannot confirm. And I'll, we'll get into the why. Okay, well, fine then. We'll so here, here the are the new pairings. Mm-hmm. Annie and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Say one. Troy and Britta. Pierce and Abed. Jeff and Todd. Yeah. Which Jeff says, oh, you had to put the most popular with the least popular. Yeah. Which Abed says, no. No, you were four and five. You were four and five. And and uh, then Jeff finds out that he's number five. Yeah. So those two are confirmed. So, so let me give you the order as I have it. Uh-huh. It'll probably be the same as yours. Yeah. 
Number one, Annie. Yeah. Number two, Abed. Yeah. Number three, Troy. Yeah. Number four, Todd. Yeah. Number five, Jeff. Yeah. Number six, Britta. Yeah. Number seven, Pierce. Yeah. Number eight, Shirley. Yeah. Now here's where we can't confirm them. There's no there's no way to definitively say that it shouldn't be Annie, Troy, Abed, Todd, Jeff, Pierce, Britta, Shirley. There's nothing that specifically disproves that. Except that specifically the pairings are matched one and eight. Yes. Two and seven. So that's what I'm saying. Pierce and Britta could be flipped, and Abed and Troy could be flipped, and they would still be matched that way, and there's nothing specifically disproving that. Therefore, we cannot know definitively the order, because all we know about Pierce is that he's not last, and we know Shirley's last. It could, it could, if so, if Britta was, it was, if Britta was seventh instead of Pierce, then Troy would have to be second instead of third, and Abed would be third with uh, Pierce six. That order also technically works. Now, I would argue probably. Britta scored higher than Pierce. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? You're melting my brain right now. But we cannot definitively say that that is the order. I didn't think of that. Okay. Yeah, see? Right, fine. You see? Fine. Daddy's right. <laughs> I also thought, based on Abed's reactions at the end of the episode, that he would have put himself as high as possible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because he was also trying to hide the scores. What? Very clearly. Yes, that's true. Like, not even just, like, in a way where he doesn't want Jeff to mess with it. He just doesn't want anyone to see because he's monkeyed. I don't I don't think that's the case. I think he's monkeyed. They've got a great little bit of fun about uh, the algorithm. Uh, are you questioning my algorithm? Are you saying my algorithm is beyond question? No, remember that bit? It was fun. Sure, I just don't remember the words. I was hoping you would, and I could see you looking blankly at me, and Sorry. I could say, this is not, I'm, throwing, I'm, throwing a, I'm throwing out a, a lifeline, and, and no one's there to catch it. Uh, Somewhere in the middle of this, we also have a little Chang. Scene, so you have Chang. He does his that. conspiracy board. Yes, as I've as I've termed it. Yeah, I, I love seeing a conspiracy board in a show. Oh, well, I just think they're never used properly anymore. Yeah, but for Chang, one hundred percent correct. Yeah, this is a true conspiracy board. He's connecting Pat Isaacson. Yeah. to Larry Bird uh-huh. <laughs> to some un, un, undefined yeah. article. He's playing the saxophone to give himself mood mute, mute, mute music. <laughs> mute music. <laughs> there we go. Um, do you think that's also the, do you recall the film The Conversation? Have you seen it? Nope. Gene Hackman. It's so a prequel to Enemy of the State, allegedly. You know? There's a fan theory about that. I have to see any of this enemy in any state. And I have to see The Conversation <laughs> because I have not I have seen Enemy of the State. Cuz there's literally a scene in The Conversation where he he's 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 thinking of conspiracy conspiracy stuff is happening and he's playing the saxophone in his apartment just sure. like Chang does. <laughs> which is it's delightful that Chang would do that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a th- part of the whole thing. Uh, Shirley, which in a, in a pre-callback, I'm going to call it. Shirley well, says... Well, I have notes about Chang still. <laughs> Say it. Uh, because before, cause I got three notes before we go back to them. So there's also the matchbook scene is here, I think. Sure, just say everything. He's ordering the matchbooks. He's using Nunez's card, to which he says, Nunez will thank me at the Detective Awards, <laughs> which I love that Chang believes that is a thing. Um, I've got the Pat Isaacson, which is, of course, Dan Harmon's character from The Five is Greendale. And then uh, he starts going through stand-up premises <laughs> during the thing, which are, um, uh, why don't they make tires out of concrete so you can drive anywhere? Uh, what if Nicholson was a gynecologist? Yeah. And I can't remember the third one. I didn't think there was, an after, was one after Nicholson. Oh, it's, Nicholson's the last one, but there's oh. one in between the tire one and that one, which uh, I've forgotten. I don't know. I've Sorry. forgotten Go to... Uh, Back to the study group? Good grade in a tight sweater. Sure. Uh, you're just a bad grade in a tight sweater. Such a great comeback. Yeah. So perfect and apt. I love it. There, there's a moment where Shirley discovers uh, that she's last or whatever. Yeah. 
and she says, you too, brute. Yeah. <laughs> which is such a great play on et tu brute. Yeah. Which, that comes up in a future episode or season? Yes. Okay. In season five. Okay. And and I love, because in that, I love Troy, Troy's reading of it. Yeah. <laughs> where he just says it, and then he goes, did I do that right? Yep. <laughs> good times. We miss you, Troy. Just like, come back from the island. It's good times. Uh, Marijuana lighters here somewhere. What the fuck did I write here? <laughs> Let me tell you what I wrote, and let's see if you can figure it out. Sure I can. No? F- oh, no, I figured it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, at one point, uh, Jeff uh, uh, accuses Todd of having that, quote, number four stink, <laughs> because he was number four. Ooh. And that is the one thing that Todd actually looks angry about, <laughs> oddly enough. Do you, do you think they, uh, the, in, in the hypothetical, did we ever find out in the Meow Meow Beans what number Todd was? I don't know. You think he still had that number four stink on him? But number number isn't... Oh, fours are bad, right? Wait, how does it go? Fives ones are, are bad. No, w- yeah, one's bad. You want to be a five. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He... Uh, anyway, so then they're discussing why everyone's mad, uh, why everyone didn't want... You know, Annie didn't want to be paired with Shirley, because she says, Shirley, you're a creationist. Uh, and then Shirley says the true life reasonable point, which is just because you're li- religious doesn't mean you don't believe in scientists. Yeah. And then she, Annie's starting to feel bad. And then Shirley follows up with, and if one community college can dispute 2,000 years of wonderful miracles. And everyone groans at her. Yeah. Uh, revealing that Shirley is a creationist, question mark. You know, probably. Yeah. So then Britta won't dissect anything with a face. Yes. And What which, about worms? <laughs> they have little tiny faces. Little tiny faces. <laughs> oh, that's such a great line. Uh, and then uh, Jeff stands up dramatically. Feels like he's about to make a winger speech. Yeah. To which Troy has the great line, Pierce, wake up. Jeff is going to heal us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jeff is, in fact, just being vain about his rating yeah. and, and believes that someone deliberately ranked him low to spite him. Mm. Um, I think he believes everyone ranked him low. A paranoid fantasy. Mm. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, you talk while I figure out this note. This is, uh, I mean, they do the, they, they like, uh, Jeff tries to take the scores from Abed. Abed gets shifty. Britta takes them. Or no, Britta tries to block Jeff. Okay, well, what did I mean when I wrote Nightmare, Ass, Todd, no offense? Nightmare? Yeah. Ass? Todd. Well, pompous ass. Okay. Nightmare. Someone, someone must say, or this, this is. Oh, I remember, I remember, I right? remember. No. Okay. okay, so Pierce is doing a bit where he's pretending to wake up, and he says, "Oh, Jeff, I just had a nightmare that you were a pompous ass, oh. and Todd, you were there." And then he says, "No offense," which is, <laughs> he didn't say anything bad. And then Todd, Todd just shrugs. Like, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't even say none. He doesn't. He doesn't know what to say to that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Britta takes out her lighter to light the test on her fire. Marijuana lighter. As, yeah, as Shirley calls it. Oh no, she's got her marijuana lighter. She lights the test on fire, throws them in the trash. Which can. again, I think works better and works well in this order because it's it's funny that that Shirley just calls any lighter Britta has a marijuana lighter. Yeah, that's funny. That is so. And then funny. when we see her use it to light marijuana in the next episode, it's like, oh yeah, Shirley was right. Yeah, like it it really works this way. The the pay it's crazy because the payoff is is first. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. The, we're getting the payoffs first, but then that means that there's a second payoff that's even better. Yeah. It's all good times. It's so all she lights the, trash, the stuff and fire throws in the trash can. Which is where the turtle is. Yeah. Todd says, the turtle is in there. And Todd, very bravely, like the Iraq war veteran that he is, uh, takes the turtle out of the flaming trash can. Yeah. Um, 
And this is where Todd finally gets mad. He yells at them, says, hey, you were supposed to be friends. You were supposed to love each other. Mm. I'm going to go home, hold my wife, and finally take my insulin shot. Great. Uh, good times. Great stuff. So then Jeff says, I'm sick of all this shit. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Starts to walk away. No, I'm not. I'm going to class. It's in 15 minutes. Yeah. Revealing that they have been there all night. Yeah. Trying to work out this partner situation. Yeah. So when they get to class... Mm-hmm. Uh, some interesting things happen. Well, first of all, we get the presentation from Vicky and Magnitude. Magnitude yeah. How do you think that pairing happens? Like, it's all random happenstance? Yeah. Well, because everyone else is still paired up from just saying whoever's sitting across from you. Why would why would Magnitude sit anywhere You're near so, Vicky? Okay, first of all. And also, in your hypothetical oh, theory, Christ. Vicky stole the seat. Listen. Hmm? Listen. Hmm? Listen. Hmm? Vicky stole the seat. Yeah. Correct. And then there was a... Okay, so listen. Okay, listen. Shut up for a second. So imagine Vicky is here. Sure. This is all visual now. I know. Okay, so let's. Uh, Vicky is in point one. Okay. And this is how I'm going to explain it to the listener who can't see me. Oh, boy. Then across the table from point one is point two, which is where, let's say, Troy is sitting. Okay. So then back to back to him, Abed is sitting in point three. Yeah. And then Magnitude is sitting point four across from Abed. Uh-huh. So when Troy... And Abed go to pair up with each other at the start of the episode. Yeah. Vicky and Magnitude at points one and four don't have a partner, and so they go to the next person across the table from them, which is each other. All right. See? It's I guess. fine. It's fine. <clears throat> I think it's more complicated than that, but I'll allow. <laughs> uh, so, so there's also, a- you say, why would why would he sit anywhere near Vicky? I, I don't know. Why, why does Magnitude have something against Vicky in your brain? I feel like he's the party. And Vicky's not the party. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vicky is the entertainment. She dances at the party, as we learned from uh, the paintball episode. I think that's like a secondary party <laughs> that no one really wants to be at. I don't know why you're so down there. on Vicky. She got a yellow shirt. She got a hat. She's ready to party. Look, her her one person play is not good. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're too. We're in too deep. We we're are trying deep. to keep all the fun in our head. But what what ends we, up happening? That's a song that I hate. So the the study group does not have a terrarium except Annie. Annie pulls one out. Yes. Of somewhere yeah. she had somehow made one in fifteen minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Kane decides that the the there. Well, there's a great moment the, here where after reminder just a few episodes ago uh jeff was kicked out of the class for not respecting it yeah and then like a real asshole he totally just sasses came like obviously this isn't gonna work out so you're just gonna have to put us back with our original partners yeah he's very demanding well, he's been Kane. up all night yeah uh you know uh it's Kane, a state of mind Kane says hey dick ball uh you guess what you're all one group now and you'll well, he says be- in prison yeah, they had groups groups yeah. like that. We called them the mean clique. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what you are. Yeah, so you got to live with each other. Yeah, so you share, share one, one microphone, one microphone, microscope. <laughs> <laughs> We're so deep in podcasting. If we start with micro, we got to say phone. Phone. Yeah. When I say micro, you say phone. Micro. Phone. Micro. Phone. Good. Um, so then the, there's a pin of fire. What? Yes. Oh, I wanted to talk about. So, Annie has a terrarium, but terrarium. He's, he still gives them all an F. Yeah. Well, what do you you think he's just being a jerk then, or you think he's teaching them a lesson? You think he looks at that terrarium and says, "Not, not even close." I think. Uh, well, they didn't have a presentation prepared. I think Annie could have really done one in a second. He doesn't want to hear that I th- bullshit. I think. I think Annie could have looked at Pierce, and Pierce could have bullshitted about terrarium terrarium aquariums ter- for ter- ten minutes. Aquariums. Yeah. Um. 
Well, let's put it this way. Hmm. Before going into this, they were not one group, right? Sure. So they were owed four. So they owed four terrariums. Yeah. They turned in one. So so that's a twenty five percent. So that is a that is a fail. Yes. Okay. I just think I just think he was being a little mean. Yeah. You know. I mean, just it's the only way uh, to deal with the mean clip. I don't want to look ahead. You got to fight mean with mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna in a vague way and yeah. say. There is something at the end of the season that Kane does that I still don't agree with. That, that, that Kane is involved with. I don't think he... I'm not going to say he necessarily caused... Okay, we'll talk about that off-air, and then, and, then, and then we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, I mean, Kane, for me, has always been a bit of a, a mystery. Uh, may, maybe a weak point, if, if one might. Yeah, I know. I don't agree with that. I don't feel good saying that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Let's I feel bad saying it. About the fire. Um, we didn't start the fire. No, it's always burning since the world's been turning. Yeah. Um, but there's been a fire, and the Changs say... Uh, uh, Chang uh, believes it's part of a conspiracy. Yeah. He doesn't see that he caused He's it. He's studying one of the matchbooks, <laughs> yeah. wondering how the fire started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Nunez comes up and says, you know, hey, we got to call the police, which uh, worries the dean. Mm-hmm. We get a nice bit of overlapping voiceover from Dean and Chang. Yeah. Did you write down any of the things said in either? No. Uh, I, I know Chang, uh, Dean is wondering if they're multi-ethnic <laughs> and oh, right. about the firemen because he's, he's got a lot of thoughts Dean, about the firemen. Dean said that he them. missed the firemen. He's wondering if they're multi-ethnic. He's wondering if they brought, our, if they brought a Dalmatian. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Um, now, this is where, if, if you'll go to our Twitter. Twitter.com at slash shutupblendpod. Shut up, there you go. I can't believe that was the accurate website I just said. <laughs> I mean either. So... Uh, I posted a picture of this. For some reason, the subtitles mm-hmm. in this episode yeah. mistakenly credit it's Chang's voiceover or just mistakenly Chang or as a Spreck. Or accurately. <laughs> perhaps accurately. <laughs> Dean Spreck. Of Spreck. There's no H involved. Spreck. Of, Spreck. Well, because he was originally supposed to be German. Uh, John Hodgman. Yes. And John Hodgman was going to play it German. So yeah. that's in my mind. I just <laughs> imagine J- John Hodgman channeled through this, whoever this guy <laughs> okay. is. Um, of City College. Yes. Uh, which, I mean, there is a weird payoff with that, right? What? Uh, a connection from Chang to City College at the end of the season. I think you're thinking of... Oh, at the end of this season, which is then not paid off in season four. Yeah, and then again at the end of season four and then not paid off. <laughs> but that's because season four just doesn't pay it off. It is terrible. It just doesn't pay off, period. Oh, yeah. Listen! So Nunez what? says no. This Nunez man is, says no. This, it's the new ad campaign. <laughs> Well, Nunez quits because he says this man is crazy and not in a fun way. I'm genuinely concerned. And you're and you're, you know, feeding it. You're feeding the crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nunez quits now. And Chang and a or Dean rather in a very poor decision uh-huh. decides to make Chang the head of security. D- did you write down the commentary note here? What was this is insane. So uh, Maggie Bander, the writer of this episode, yeah. says, "Oh yeah." So I I, I think she's joking, mm-hmm. but if if so, I mean this is. This is kind of weirdly close, I'm going to say, uh, that this is supposed to mirror the Reichstag fire oh, that yeah. allowed Hitler to consolidate power in Germany. I don't Germany. think she's joking. <laughs> that's insane, though. Yeah. That's like crazy yeah. reference. But that's what I like about, one of the things I like about this season is they really are, you are seeing Chang's rise to power. Yes. Like, it is a, je- a thing that progresses in each episode, and we're, we're seeing how he will get to where he is at the end of the season. This is insane. And it's it just adds this great tension to the season where you can just see Chang rising and rising and, and you know something's going to happen. Yeah. And this is a big moment in that rise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we're back in with the group. Yeah. 
Because Cheng has been made head of security. Oh, sure. I didn't have a note here. We're back to the group. Go ahead. Uh, and they're, they, they're still mad at each other, and now they all have to be one group. Mm-hmm. And Jeff needs to sing with a, save it with a winger speech, which is, fuck Todd. <laughs> it's this winger speech here. Yeah. Uh, a great line improvised by Don Glover. Oh, and his dumb baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, of course, pan out to see Todd with a single tear, uh-huh. and then zoom in on the tear. <laughs> Good times. The tag. Yes. Uh, Britta's doing psych evaluations of everyone in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first she says, who drew, uh, boobs? And oh, then, no, she says, who drew a butt? Yeah, oh, yeah. And then Troy says, they're boobs. And I don't know. <laughs> should that be flipped, you think? What do you mean? That Troy should have drawn a butt? Because he's British in the butt seen boobs? Yeah. Um, no, because butts are not funny to Troy. Oh, okay. They're I get it. Erotic. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And then, for some reason, uh, Britta says, why'd everyone else draw penises? Yeah, and they're like, we didn't draw Abed penises. looks at all of them and they're not yeah, penises. So these are normal, normally filled out tests. Um, and then she has some fun Freudian moments mm-hmm. with penises. Uh, Sigmund Freud analyzed this, as Madonna would say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that? Uh, uh, Britta thinking of dicks? Yeah. Do you think Britta's penis obsessed? Uh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think there's a there's a very. I when mean, was the last we're time? just two dudes sitting in a hot room talking about a lady and what she thinks about. But I think there is a very like pro feminist like uh, in a Brita way mm-hmm. where she she is obsessed with penises and that's okay. Yeah, like that's not yeah, a I bad thing. How long and, has it been since she humped Jeff? Do you think how? <laughs> you you really think she's not getting some between Jeff and anyone else? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think she's getting some uh, at least. You know, as much as she wants. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Maybe it's been a while, and that's why she's she's seeing penises and yeah, that's, well, that's my theory. But you know, I can't remember what happens. Don't her and Jeff like reconnect a couple of times? Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Well, we're gonna get the St. Patty's the or the, the the clip show episode this season, right? Which definitely right? includes them hooking up in some of the clips. We didn't talk about that already. No, because it hasn't happened yet. Why do I feel like... Did we do a test episode of the clip show? Nope, we did a test episode of Chicken Fingers, and that was it. And another one. We did two test episodes. That's a lie, and you know it. It's true. I feel like we did. What was the other test episode, then? Um, Smart guy? It was at the end of this season. I don't want to say, but it's someone's big event. What? Some character has something happen... And then they all go to They've the all event. Seen season three. What? <laughs> Why are you hiding? <laughs> Why are you hiding behind a mask? I've got a lot of commentary notes that okay. we didn't get okay. to. Okay, do them. I got some. I got an overall thing I want to say too. Okay, we'll save that for the very end. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So co- some more commentary notes. Apparently, uh, this is some fun. I think behind the scenes kind of uh, mention. Maggie Bander gets three hundred dollars for every time Todd appears in an episode because she oh, created yeah. the character of Todd. And then they go on to discuss Frasier. other, yeah, other characters that were created and then spun off or something. And uh, Frasier is one that they definitely mention. And then they also mention Garrett and Neil, writers on the show, the show community. Yes, created the Cleveland character for mm-hmm. Family Guy. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Did we know this? Uh, I didn't. Did we know that they even wrote for Family Guy? I didn't. That that seems that's wow, right? Yeah, is that a wow? 
for you? That's, That's a, a I'm trying to figure out the goddamn time. I lost my. I don't know where my phone is. You we, don't know what time it is. We've got people coming over at six o'clock. Oh, it's yeah. We got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deleted scene. Uh, Todd asked about Hawthorne wipes, and he Pierce doesn't want to talk about yeah, who them. Who cares? Why are you bringing that and, up? Why are you wasting your time, uh, Andrew? I really want to stop. Funny... I really want to stop and ask you why you're wasting our time. With What's that your nonsense? one last note, and then we'll do plugs? Oh, uh, so uh, people complain about this season being too dark. It's, this is one of the things I like about this season. Is mm. this this is where we we take them to the brink and then we walk it back. So uh, uh, I, I really like this episode as a sort of this is them becoming insular where, you know, they have the opportunity to talk to people who are not in the group and they say they shy away. They go deeper into their own group, get more caught up in their own nonsense, which uh, leads them to do some some dark things in this episode and in this season. And I think this is a big a kind of establishing point for their uh, initial downward journey before eventually finding redemption at the end of the season. It's one of the it's a great arc that I think that makes this season great. Agreed. Plugs. Uh, Nerds Have You is a podcast that I do where every week I talk about it a film that's new in theaters. Plugs. Uh, if, Plugs. What the fuck was Plugs. the most recent episode? I don't even Plugs. remember. I'm sorry. Plugs. Oh, we, uh, Plugs. Dope. We talked about the film Plugs. Dope. The next episode, Plugs. we're going to talk about me and Earl and the Plugs. Dying Girl. So go check those out at nvpodcast.com. Uh, my personal Twitter is Plugs. at podcasterandrew. Uh, another podcast that I do Plugs. with Matt Benson and David King is Plugs. Pick Your Path, a Choose Your Own Adventure style Plugs. podcast. BenVNetwork.com slash PYP. The third Plugs. episode is out Plugs. now. Theme Park Paragon, Plugs. written by David King. If you Plugs. like theme parks, go listen to that. Plugs. It's an enhanced podcast where you make Plugs. choices along the way. BenVNetwork.com slash PYP. Plugs. And we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash shutupleonard. Uh, someone donated. Plugs. Who? I'm sorry. Stephen Day. Stephen Plugs. Day. Thank you very much Plugs. for uh, patronizing Plugs. us. Is that how you say it? Plugs. Uh, so go there Plugs. and get the bonus episodes. Plugs. 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 Uh, go to bitmeanetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there, Plugs. like uh, Matt Bruno's Wrestling Show, Plugs. Popsicles, Benson's Boombox, Plugs. and Ben View on Spielberg. Plugs. I'm on all of those. Plugs. I don't like the way this is getting quieter Plugs. and quieter. Uh, and I will reiterate the plug for Pick Your Path. Uh, do Plugs. that. Uh, it's all it's all Plugs. it's all good fun times. Plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Plugs. Matt Benson. That's D R Matt Benson. Plugs. You can follow this show on Twitter Plugs. at Doctor Nope at Shut Up Len Pod. Uh, and you can write us Plugs. an email at Shut Up Leonard Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, you should also uh, do things to us Plugs. on iTunes like rate us, uh, review us, Plugs. and subscribe to us. Those Plugs. all help us out. Please have a fun fun time at Greedale. Google Pylon. G'day, I'm Kev McCauley. And I'm Bev McCauley. And we run the Dinner Party Small Talk Comedy Podcast. We got all kinds of comedy. We got situational comedy. We got observational comedy. We got improvisational comedy. But we don't have puns. No! If you want puns, then you can rack off. If you like puns, then you're an idiot. Wait, I like puns. Shut up! So listen in to our new episodes every fortnight. Kind of. And if you don't like it, then you can get stuffed. Dinner party small talk. Where the big issues take a back seat to dinner party small talk. Yep. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.